Welcome to the sermon podcast of Kusada Baptist Church. We want to be a lighthouse to guide you on your journey through life. Listen as our pastor, Dr. Jim Graham, shares a message from God's Word and offers sound biblical direction for your daily life. We're going to focus this morning. We're going through Luke, and uh, I picked Luke on purpose. I wanted to walk through the Gospels, and uh, uh, I <clears throat> we started on a couple of passages in uh, in uh, a little later, but I, of course I saved a couple of Christmas passages for this week and next week. And so uh, I wanted to focus this morning in Luke chapter 2 on the story of the shepherds. Now I know you've heard the story of the shepherds many times, it's a common Christmas story. But I always, you know, think a lot of times though we, we, we focus in on the nativity scene and the story we heard as four-year-olds and, and maybe don't really look at the scripture. So let's like really look at it. And I want to talk to you about these shepherds for a moment and what we can learn from them. So I first just want to read to you this portion of the Christmas story. So I'm just going to read Luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 20, the portion of the Christmas story about the shepherds. And it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. All right, let's talk about the shepherds and the Christmas story. I want to first talk about the news that happened, like when they were out there in the fields and the angels showed up and gave them the good news. And first of all, I just want to say, if you look back in that scripture, you'll see they're just minding their own business. They're just at work. Okay? They're not at church, they're not in a worship service, they're not having their quiet time, they're not, you know, alone with God praying, like, it's nothing like that, that's not what's going on, they're just at work. And when I read that, I'm just reminded that, you know, we, we intentionally seek out God in all those other ways, you know, we do sit down and read our Bible, we do go to church, and we do, but God is not limited to those times, so God shows up at all kinds of different times, and he often shows up uh, in the common, everyday, ordinary things that we're doing. So they are just at work, doing their job, and these angels show up. I actually wrote it this way, something terrifying happens. 
Now, I don't know if you can put yourself in that situation. I don't know if you can imagine it and everything. But, you know, you're out in a field and bright lights shine on you. This sounds like close encounters of the third kind. It sounds like some kind of, a, you know, alien abduction movie or something like that. That's the way it starts, right? They're, you're out in a field, bright, bright lights shining, like what is going on? And obviously, from what it says, they're scared to death. Like, what is this? Uh, what is what is going on? There are all kinds of things that can just happen in the ordinary, and it can be really scary. You know, you almost have an accident. You almost something. You know, there's so many things that could happen that are that are pretty scary. And this was scary, but the angel has news to deliver, I'm trying to tell them news. I think it's really interesting who they chose to give these news to. But I want you to think about some things about the news. One. You know, they said, look, don't be afraid. Easy to say, right? But they're trying to calm them down. Don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news, right? I'm bringing you good news. That's important to note. Because when scary shows up, good news. So one day, uh, there was a guy who was a friend of mine. He was a pastor, and one of his best friends was a police officer. And they... uh, they decided to go, they were going to go make some visits, some church visits. And they realized right away as they went up and they knocked on somebody's door and they came to the door and everything, they realized maybe it's not a good idea for the preacher and the policeman to show up at somebody's house and knock on their door. That doesn't sound like as soon as you see that, you're thinking this is horrible news. But it's like, no, 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 right? We're bringing good news. You know, we just want to invite you to church, you know. Uh, maybe that would be effective. I don't know. But, uh, but that's kind of the thing. Like, I, no, we're bringing you good news. Don't be afraid. I'm just bringing you good news. Hey, okay? it's good news. And then I know that the news, they say, is of great joy. Now, this is quite an introduction for news. I can't wait. I got to tell you something. I need to tell you something. It's great. You're going to love this. That's what they were saying. You ever told that kind of news? I got something exciting to tell you. I got some great news to tell you, you know. And we're announcing the news. Whatever the news might be, whatever's going on, you know. I got a new job. We're having a baby. We're, you know, whatever it might be. I passed the test, you know. Whatever the good news might be. And so we're passing on the good news. I had good news yesterday. I want to tell you a story that happened yesterday. Perlene texted me and she said, where are the stamps? And, uh, I, you know, immediately, I just want to tell you privately, I'm sitting there thinking, what did I do with the stamps? Like, there's no telling. I don't remember doing anything with the stamps. I don't remember moving them. But, you know, all the guys in the room know that, you know, it is probably my fault, right? I, I don't know what I did, but I was like, they're not in the cabinet. I don't really know. I'm sorry you know, and I'm just really thinking, I'm really sorry, like, I, I don't know, I, I probably was putting a stamp on something somewhere, and never got the stamps back to where they go, a few minutes later, she texts me back, and this is what it said, hey, I found the stamps, and I realized it was my fault, I didn't put them back, and I texted back, finally, 
finally, it was, it was not me, you know, it was not me. I didn't mess it up, you know, like she never does stuff like that. But like I did, you know, like that was good news to me. It was the best news I had yesterday. I was like excited about it. I was telling my friends, I got good news to share with you. I didn't screw up. It wasn't me, finally, right? Um, good news of great joy. Like I got something really exciting, something wonderful to tell you. And part of the news, if you'll notice, this is great news of great joy that will be for all the people. I mean, sometimes we get great news, and it's not great news for all the people, right? My team won. Great. Your team lost, right? It's not great news for all the people, right? And so uh, this is great news for all the people. You know, this group's not getting a benefit. Everybody's getting a benefit. It's not just great news for this person. It's great news for everybody. This is great news for all the people. Now, I think they would have believed this straight up because why in the world would they be telling shepherds? I mean, if angels are coming from heaven to share, you know, some great, incredible news who would you share that news with now there's a history of shepherds in the bible david was a shepherd right jesus will be described as the good shepherd you know so there's a shepherd thing going on maybe that's part of it you know shepherds were so lowly thought of partly because of the type of job it was and partly because of how young they usually were A lot of times they weren't allowed to even testify in court. If there were witnesses, in other words, they would go like, well, the shepherd saw it. And then we go like, well, (laughs) we need to find somebody else who saw it. Like, it's not like they were, you know, thought of highly. And so here they are choosing these, you know, kind of lower rank. You know, there are different jobs in the world. Let's just be frank. There are different jobs in the world. And, you know, you know that if you were ever like a recent, you know, like when you were first a high school graduate, maybe you were a college student, you probably took one of those jobs, you know. Um, one time I was, uh, my job, I worked at Days Inn, and my job title was Houseboy. That was literally my job title. I was the Houseboy at days in here's what the houseboy does all the maids leave at three and from three o'clock to ten o'clock i was the one on duty so if anything happened maybe somebody checked out late i had to clean their room i had a series of things i had to clean the office i had to do stuff to the pool something didn't work you know your tv's out the lamp doesn't work there's a light bulb that was me call me the houseboy will go now and this is at a high level fancy hotel this is a day's in okay it worked out great i had to work every third day which worked good with my school schedule my college schedule it was three o'clock to eleven o'clock at night it was a great schedule i was the house boy you know i'm just gonna say not an upper level job right it's not the one that you know if your daughter brought this boy home from school, like, what do you do for a living? I'm a houseboy. 
at day's end. Well, that's what a shepherd was being like. I don't know if the heavenly hosts are showing up to share the good news of great joy that will be for all people and will change the world that this is the group. But I just need you to know something. It's as if not only, I wouldn't say God just, it's like he doesn't care. It's it's not important to him. But also, I would say he doesn't do anything unintentionally. Like he's like specifically choosing them. So I have a message for everybody in the room who thinks, you know, well, I can't do, I'm not worthy, I don't know. Do you understand, I think if there was a big, important good news, special message that was going to show up this week, he's not bringing it to me. It's not like he's going to go like, well, I'll show up, I'll tell the preacher, and he'll tell him. No, he's going to find the shepherds. He's going to find the houseboy. Like, that's what, so if you're sitting there thinking like, I'm not, you know, I'm nobody, like, I'm not a deliverer of news, that's not my role. Oh, I think it is your role. I think it's going to be your role. I think the people he wants to spread the news to is your crew, your connections, whoever those are, because that's who he chooses. It's news for all the people, not just the elite, not just the special, not just the ones that go to church, not just the ones, it's for all the people. And what is the message? Today, a Savior has been born. Today, a Savior has been born. The Savior has come, the one who's going to change everything, Christ the Lord. And then he says, I know this might be difficult to believe, so I'm going to give you a sign. I love God. I I just love who he is, you know? Sometimes he tells us stuff and says, you know, I'm telling you, you need to take my word for it. There you go. But so many times, so many times, he knows, he's like, you probably need a little extra proof, don't you? You probably need a little evidence. You probably need something that will help you be convinced and believe. So I'm going to give you a sign. So they told him, I'm going to give you a sign. And the sign we're going to give you is a small sign, but it's very specific so you will know. I'm going to tell you something so that you will know for sure what we're telling you is true. And what was the sign? Well, it's something you're going to know. It's going to be weird. You're going to find a baby, a little baby, wrapped up and lying in a feeding trough. Well, that's not something you see every day. They've seen a lot of feeding troughs. But they've never seen a baby in one. Now, you might be the opposite. You might not have seen any feeding troughs, but you've seen a lot of babies, right? But I bet you've never seen a baby in a feeding trough. Right? So it's like, this will be your sign. When you see that, you're going to know. I want you to know that God so much wants you to follow Him and believe in Him. If He ever tells you something that's, you know, off, you know, hard to believe or something, He's always following that up with, let me, and I'll prove it to you. I'll give you evidence. I'll let you know. I mean... In my small group Bible study this, this week he, and last week, he, he's showing up. He's been resurrected. And what does he do when he shows up to his people, says, I'm here. They're scared to death, right? Like, oh, it's a ghost. Like, what's going on? And he goes, no, 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 I'm here. He says, what did he do? Here, look. Look, touch my hands. Touch it. See the scars? Look at my side. 
pulling his shirt up, you know. Check it out. I want to give you evidence. I want you to see. I want you to know that I'm telling you the truth and that I'm leading you in the right way. And I'll show you. I'll like open your eyes and make sure you see and you know. And if you want to know, you'll know. So he gives them a small sign and a big song, right? So all the heavenly ho- now all of a sudden there's a bunch of angels and they're all singing and you know they're sitting there and whatever. So now I want to tell you three things about these shepherds and their reaction to the news that I think is awesome. That I want to encourage you to be this way. The first thing is that they were curious. I love curiosity. I know it killed the cat, but we're not cats, okay? Curiosity is a great thing. To investigate. To want to know. To want to see. To want to understand. To want to know the truth. Now, to be curious, you have to be open to new and different things. I know some of you, you will never try new foods. You won't do it. Look, just give me my potatoes and I'm fine. Like, you know, you don't want anything new. I got it. But there are others in this room, when it comes to food, you're curious. I'll try that. Let me try that. Let me see what that tastes like, right? That's what I'm talking about. There's a certain curiosity that I don't want to just know the Bible stories I learned when I was five. Like, I want to read the Bible and learn more. I want to see new things. And if God tells me something or shows me something, I want to check it out. What is this? What's going on? Is he leading me somewhere? Is he trying to, you know, lead me in a certain direction? Is he, you know, when God like pricks your heart and says like, hey, you know, that's not the way you should be handling that. Do you shut that down or are you open and go, what do you mean, God? Like, do you need to tell me more? Do I need to learn something here? They were open. They asked the question, could this be true? Is it possible? And so they let their curiosity lead to investigation. They decided, hey, let's go check it out. Let's go see what, let's go to Bethlehem. They're out in a a field, like outside of town. So this is going to require some effort. And, you know, they got to walk. They got to leave the sheep. They got to do all this stuff. And they got to head back. Let's see this thing that's happened. Let's see what's happened. Let's go check it out. Let's go dig in there and find out what is the truth. The one thing I know about the Lord is he's all about the truth. Satan's all about lies. God is all about the truth. Lies lie right on the surface. They're right there. Easy pickings. Truth, got to dig for it a little bit. Got to investigate. Don't buy in and just grab the easy pickings and get the lies. Dig in, find the truth. Don't be deceived. Investigate. Be curious. I also think that I would say from this story, it matters who you're hanging out with. It really matters. Because in this group, here they are, and somebody said, what, somebody, the first person said, hey, let's go. Right? What if the person who's talking goes, as soon as it's over, going like, well, 
that's, that's ridiculous, right? That's a load. That's ridiculous. I'm not, we're not wasting our time. We're not, that's crazy. Like, you can be with that group of people. And then the, somebody else goes, yeah, that's whatever. And guess what? You don't go. Are you hanging out with the group of people that says, let's go find out if what God says is true. Let's go find out if what God says is true. I mean, I hear what the, the world says all the time. Like, I hear that. I hear that everywhere. And people just, you know, they just spit out the same little things that everybody says, you know, and it goes around and you hear it everywhere. It's like, let's find out if that's true. Let's dig and let's go find out. Let's do that. If you're hanging out with the let's go find out what's true people, you're in a lot better shape. So they happened to be with a group that said, let's go find out. They were curious. Second thing I think I wanted to say to you about them is they were bold. They were bold. I want you to note that they, after they saw, they found out it was true And then in verse 17 and 18, it says, When they'd seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed. They were bold. They took some risk. I don't really think seeking the truth is a risk. I mean, the risk is you might find out that something you've always thought or believed or some way you've been living your life or some attitude you've had or something like that might, have been, might be wrong. You might have to change. You find out something's true that you didn't know was true. But a real risk is speaking up, right? Speaking up when you sit there and go like, no, I don't think, I don't think that's true. I think this is true, you know? Or speaking up and saying, hey, I've got some really good news. Got some really, really good news. Somebody else told me, and now I've checked it out and found out it's true. I want to tell you the good news. And they're nobodies. Now, if you had really good news, genuine question here, think about this. If you had some really good news right now, think about who would you go tell first? Where would you go? Get some really good news. Think about it. I've heard good news twice this week. Um, Wednesday night, somebody looked at me and said, Hey, guess what? I'm going to have a baby. I said, Oh, that's exciting. It's not my family. It's okay. Don't get too excited. It's like, Great. Congratulations, right? Got a text last night. Text said, She said, Yes. I go, it's really good news, right? Who's the first person? So whoever those people were, I was on their list. Who's on your list? Who do you think's on these shepherds' list? Their buddies? Their friends? Family? Got to tell my mom? Want to tell my spouse? Right? We've got the group text, you know, we call it the it's named the Graham clan. Got a little emblem for it. You know, it's my family, you know. You know. I remember listen, you should have when Rachel first started you know, she just got married, but she she started dating this guy and at one point she texted me and she goes, Can we put him in 
the Graham clan? And I said, absolutely not. She's like, why not? We're dating. It's serious, you know, whatever. And I said, no. I'm not putting him in the Graham clan. He's not in the Graham clan. We're not doing that. Eventually, he earned his way in, you know. But, you know, I shut that down real quick. Like, you can't get in the group text. Don't too quickly put somebody in the group text, fellas. I'm just telling you. But who's in your group text? I got some great news. That's who they went to. They would never, ever, ever have left out the people that they're connected with the most with the best news they've ever heard. They would never do that. They would never let someone that they genuinely cared about not know the good news. They would be bold enough to tell them the good news. Ah, they'll find out. Somebody will tell them. Lord, let somebody let them know. It's not what they would do. It's not what anybody would do. If they genuinely believed, this is extraordinary news. Be bold. Go tell. Tell the world. Whoever your world is. Whoever your world is. Tell them the good news. Risk ridicule. Risk being doubted. Hey, this isn't a normal story. This isn't a, you know, she said yes. No, this is a like, hey, angels, bright lights. <laughs> can you hear, can you, I just can see one of my buddies coming to, ain't, we're out in the field, I'm at work, bright lights, you know, I'm going like, really, really? No, he saw it too, tell him, tell him, tell him Joe, tell him, you know. And then we went, and there it was, baby, in a feeding trough, in a barn. Oh my gosh, you know, really. And then of course, if you were the one telling, what would you do? You don't believe me? Go with me. I'll show you. I'll get evidence. I will do whatever I'm like. You're going to believe. But you would risk it. You would risk ridicule. You'd risk being doubted because it's extraordinary news. And you would want to tell them, be bold. The last thing I want to tell you, it's kind of interesting about this story. Because in verse 20, it says, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they'd seen and heard. Now, I don't want this to kind of just go by. I want you to understand what this means, because I don't ever think we focus on this. Do you know what the shepherds returned means? You know what it means? Where'd they go? They went back to work. Why? Why are we all going back to work tomorrow? Right? How many of you, okay, there's some retired people in here. The rest of it, how many of you have to, oh, school's out. This may not work very good. How many of you have to go back to work tomorrow? Oh, my God. You still have school tomorrow? Oh, two more days. Okay. Gosh. Why are we going? Well, we have to. Right? We have to. Oh, yes, I have a purpose in life and a mission in life and all that kind of stuff. Promise you, if you didn't need the money, you'd find a different purpose, wouldn't you? Right? The shepherds had to go back to work. 
They couldn't just leave. It was great news. But they couldn't just walk around all day, shut down. I'm not doing anything else, you know. I'll just leave the sheep out there, just leave my job. You know, they can't do that. They can't do that. They had to go back to work. So they spent, they took, they already taken kind of a risk, you know. And then they went back to work. So I'm just going to tell you, you got to go back to work. And maybe you don't have to go back to school yet. Maybe some of you be out of school for a couple weeks, you know, whatever. But eventually you got to go back to school. But they went back different. That's what's changed. They went back different. They went back glorifying and praising God. They were grateful. It changed their whole attitude, their whole mindset. They went back grateful. It's not always easy to be grateful at work or at school. Can you imagine me going up to an eighth grader, you know, in the middle of the school day and saying, hey, are you thankful today? You know, like ask me at three, right? I'll tell you that I'm thankful, right? You're grateful today? Grateful my exams are over, you know. What are you grateful for, right? At work, sometimes it's hard to be grateful. It's hard to be thankful. Sometimes the other people you're dealing with aren't grateful, you know. Be nice if you went to work and everybody else was grateful that you were there. You know, all the clients, all the people, but they're not necessarily grateful, are they? But... I'm sorry, grateful's misspelled on our sign. Wow. Not grateful for that. Sorry about that. I'm grateful for proper spelling. You know, look, they went back praising the Lord, being thankful for what has happened in their life. And you know what they were thankful for? At this point, I'm not sure that they quite understand that there's a Savior. I'm not sure they quite understand. Because it specifically says that what they worshipped God for and what they were thankful for. Let's go back to the scripture. That way that we don't have to look at the misspelled word. (laughs) They were glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard which were just as they had been told. Here's what they were grateful for. They were grateful that God, He's told me the truth. That I was given news, I investigated the news, and guess what I found out? It was true. It was correct. That's what I found out. I can trust Him. And if you investigate God and you investigate him over and over and over again, guess what you'll find out? You'll find out you can trust him. You can trust God. Other things will let you down. Other people will let you down. Other situations will let you down. But you can trust God. You can trust him. You can trust him. Sometimes things are tough. Sometimes things are difficult. But you can trust him. It's just like he said. So they... We're grateful and worshiping and praising God. And I want to encourage you to be grateful. If you know the good news, 
Be bold enough to share it. Be curious enough to seek it, search it out, and to keep investigating anything God tells you. Bold enough to share it. And then be grateful and praise Him when you find out what I've found out every step of the way. That He's always telling me the truth. And I can count on Him in whatever circumstance. We're about to sing a song that says, God is worthy of all praise. He's worthy. Any gratefulness and praise and worship that we give Him, He's worthy of it. Because He always tells us the truth. Because He did send a Savior. He sent a Savior to forgive us of our sins. To pay the cost for our sins. To pay the price for me and you. We're grateful because He doesn't care if you're a houseboy at day's end. He doesn't care. He wants to tell you the good news. The good news is for you. And for whoever you're going to share it with. That's what we're grateful for. So I'm going to ask you to stand with me and I want to pray for you. And then we're going to sing. Would you stand with me and let me pray for you this morning? Dear Lord, I'm thankful for who you are. I'm thankful that you sent a Savior to lowly shepherds. And Lord, maybe there's many of us in this room that that's what we identify with. Of all the people in the Christmas story, we don't identify with the wise men. We don't identify with Joseph. It's hard for us to imagine ourselves in any of these other scenarios. But there's a lot of us in this room. We, we can really connect with these shepherds. They're extraordinary people. Not even named. But they were honored because you have a message for them. And it's a message to share. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. It is our prayer that it's been helpful in this part of your life journey. We invite you to join us at Kusada Sunday mornings for worship. Visit our website at kusadabaptist.org for directions and more information about our church.